listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Tuesday, the 3rd of August 2021. Later technology stocks, they've had a bumper of a day again today on the share market, but first to the Reserve Bank, which has maintained its current monetary policy stance despite the economic hit expected by the Greater Sydney lockdown. It's kept the official cash rate at 0.1%, but it continues to plan to buy $5 billion a week of government bonds and until early September, and then reducing it to about $4 billion to mid-November. Now, some in the market were expecting those numbers to be increased amid the lockdowns, or at least a delay to that tapering. It didn't happen, so what does it mean? For more, I spoke earlier with Alex Joyner from IFM Investors. Alex, no change of course from the RBA. Was that a surprise? Uh, It was a surprise. Uh, Most had gone into this meeting expecting the Reserve Bank would sort of engage in a bit of a Team Australia moment and defer its planned tapering that it had uh, for around mid-September. It decided to stay the course, and I actually think that's the right thing to do. Um, It shows the Reserve Bank aren't going to respond immediately to every hopefully temporary setback to the economy, and it's really got its eye on, you know, what economic conditions are in the coming years and and just getting the unemployment rate low enough, which is its key objective, uh, to get that wages growth that it needs. So what kind of a message do you think it sends, especially as Australia's largest city is in the grips of lockdown? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure the RBA was actually trying to to send a message too much for for the people of New South Wales. But I think what it does suggest, and this is an appropriate course to my mind, is that fiscal policy really needs to be uh, at the fore when addressing what is a temporary lockdown. You know, it really needs to be fiscal policy that is supporting the business and household sector. And if you had walked into a small business this morning and asked them about, you know, the Reserve Bank buying a billion dollars more or less a week on on long-end bonds, they will probably laugh you out of their their store or their premises. You know, what they're really worried about is getting through these lockdowns, uh, having an adequate income to support their businesses and to be able to, you know, pay their employees. A lot of the RBA's commentary um, seems to be predicated on a few things like the vaccination rollout and international borders reopening in mid-2022. What do you think are some of the things, though, that the RBA is worried about? Well, it's clearly worried about the, the public health uh, crisis and, and renewed um, outbreaks of the virus in a situation where we're not at where we want to be with the, the vaccination rates. You know, it's going to be the default setting of state governments to lock down economies until we have that vaccination rate up around 80%. And most people wouldn't expect that to happen until very late this year at a, in a best case outcome. So, you know, the Reserve Bank's worried about that because, you know, snap lockdowns can happen again and probably will happen again. And finally, the reaction from the currency markets, because the Australian dollar got a fair bit of support immediately after. Why? What does it mean? Well, the currency markets just went into the RBA decision expecting the dovishness. You know, most economists had gone into this, you know, telling their, their markets, uh, colleagues that the, the, the RBA was poised to do something, poised to sort of 
delay its tapering. Uh, it didn't do that. It disappointed markets and you saw the Australian dollar rally. But, you know, it was a relatively small move. We're back around 74 cents. You know, two weeks ago, we we're at 75 cents. The Australian dollar will gyrate around with, you know, what the RBA is doing, what the economy is doing, and also clearly, you know, what the Fed's doing and what the US economy is doing, um, you know, in that global environment. Alex Joyner there from IFM Investors and the Australian share market fell today. The S&P A6200 down by 0.2%, 7,474. The miners, the banks, energy players all down. But the tech players did extremely well after pay following that $39 billion takeover offer from US giant Square. Up another 11% today. It's rival Zip, second best performer on the 200, 7.5% firmer. For more, I spoke earlier with Robert Telepsky from Activist Investment Managers. Robert, the market's down today. Why? So the ASX has been down for most of today. We heard the RBA was going to increase its bond buying program. The increase is in response to the New South Wales lockdown and potentially negative impact on the Australian uh, GDP growth rate for Q3 and potentially Q4 this year, and also um, uh, the rising unemployment rate um, as, a, as a consequence of that sort of continuing lockdown. This has had a negative impact on the local share market as investors were concerned about this uncertainty. However, buy now, pay later stocks, zip and after pay were up strongly today. Uh, the US share market was mixed overnight. Investors were weighing up the increase in spread of the coronavirus variant and concerns uh, that global economic growth had peaked against uh, another round of encouraging uh, company earnings news. The US uh, 10-year bond yield sunk to 1.15% with investors buying more bonds, maybe another sign that investors are nervous. Robert, you mentioned there the buy now, pay later company is doing extremely well. Of course, it follows Afterpay's $39 billion takeover, that record amount uh, for an Australian listed company. What do you think it means for the share market? There are multiple beneficiaries uh, in this deal. The Square tie-up is Australia's largest uh, deal to date, $39 billion. It's essentially an all-square stock deal. Um, Afterpay and its successful uh pay in four installments by now pay later product has been quite successful here in Australia and they were really trying to grow their US footprint in the US. Um, they were going to face some stiff competition with the likes of PayPal and Apple entering this space recently while more and more Square Merchant customers were asking for Afterpay to be integrated into their payment system. So there appears to be some strong synergies uh, between these both companies. Both uh, the Australian share market and those exposed to Afterpay, including our activist portfolios, have benefited from this deal. While this sort of deal is still rare, it serves uh, as a moral, uh, morale boost uh, for a lot of our sort of local startup um, ecosystem. And Australia is, is well known globally for producing many world-class athletes, paving the way for subsequent athletes to follow. The Afterpay deal could also do the same in the business world and inspire the next generation of tech entrepreneurs. Reporting season in the US coming to an end. It's ramping up here in Australia. What are you expecting and what are the themes, do you think? So 55% uh, of S&P 500 companies have reported results so far. 
U.S. company earnings has soared 90% year-on-year on on average. Earnings growth um, is 20% above consensus. That's four times the average uh, for what a typical quarter you'd see. Uh, Similarly, in Europe, earnings are tracking at 115% growth year-on-year. Both U.S. and Europe uh, markets have responded well. Um, They they continue to hover uh, near all-time highs. All important forward-looking guidance for Q321 is a little bit uncertain, uh, given, obviously, the new um, increased cases in in COVID uh, recently. Here in Australia, the reporting season will kick off shortly. Uh, We are expecting earnings per share growth of around about 40% for the um, current uh, calendar year. Resources and financial sectors should do well in this in particular. But the all-important forward guidance for Australia might be a bit challenging given, obviously, we're currently seeing the the, the lockdown play out uh, in New South Wales. um, And also that's creating some uncertainty for, for investors going forward. The Australian share market won't like this uncertainty and we could see a pickup in volatility in the next couple of weeks. Alex Tadlevsky there from Activist. That is SBS on the money for this Tuesday. Don't forget you can listen to this as a stream on the SBS radio app, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decisions.